Good morning, all listeners. It is Saturday, August 13th, 2022. It's 9.08 a.m. Pacific Time, and this is episode 169 of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron. Ah, Boogie! And I am the Baron. Ladies and gentlemen, happy Saturday. Welcome back to episode 169 here of Ball Talk. Just a reminder, schedule purposes, you will see and listen shall I say, to episode 170 tomorrow, Big 170, 30 episodes away from 200 Boogie. How you doing this weekend, my man? Oh, man, I am doing great, my friend. We are uh, wrapping up a great week so far. Baseball, exhibition, football is in full effect. Uh, cashing some tickets, my friend. Man, we've been on fire ever since. We haven't got the chance to talk to you guys since over the weekend when Boogie and I both went 7-2 and two over a two-day span with two best bet winners. So uh, following us last weekend for episodes 167 and 168, you would have went 14-4 and four with four best bet winners. I'd say that's pretty good. And do you Woo! think... Fire, baby. Fire. Baseball's in full swing, and we are all over it. It is August the 13th. Um, We have college football starting two weeks from today. The NFL preseason is uh, in full swing as well, which we will go over that tomorrow uh, a little bit deeper to to see what we kind of found out with uh, some of the teams that have played. As of tomorrow, every team except for the Vikings would have played at least one preseason game, so we can kind of go over a little outlook of the preseason. We also have some other uh, other news and notes from the sports world set for tomorrow's episode 170. You like that? I like that. Uh, he t- out with COVID. Yeah, I know. It's, it's COVID's still around. Uh, it sucks to say that in August of 2022, but COVID's still around. And, uh, you know, today is going to be more about giving you guys uh, an outlook of how baseball's playoff picture is shaping up after this week. You know, when we talked on Sunday Boogie during episode 168, we discussed how this is going to be a crazy week, and there has been a lot of madness in baseball. You know, we're about a month and a half left in this season, and when you really when you really dive into how everything has uh, shaken up, so to speak, I mean, you look at how many games have been played, And you've got most of these teams with less than 50 games remaining. So it's go time for a lot of these teams. And the biggest thing, uh, the biggest shakeup so far at the top of the mountaintop here is uh, the Astros finally surpassing the Yankees for the number one seed in the American League. The uh, Astros riding a two-game winning streak. The Yankees are, uh, they've lost three straight and the Yankees have dropped down to the two line. They still get the bye. But now, they have, so far, right now, they have lost home field advantage in the American League playoffs. Yes, this is something that uh, did uh, worry me right after the All-Star break. Uh, They have been very uh, bad with their pitching, and I think that has something to do with it. Uh, I think that uh, the, the trade deadline came and passed, and they didn't get the guys that they really wanted. Uh, injuries have uh, led up to some issues yep. prior to the All-Star game, prior to the All-Star break and the uh, trade deadline. Um, and, of course, I think they felt that. And now that they are uh, – they're run- I mean, 7-14 and 14 after last night, tied for 23rd in Major League Baseball, their last 21 games. 
Uh, two and six in games decided by one run, down from 1911 prior to the break. They're yeah. scoring 4.7 runs per game, which is down from 5.4 before the break, which was best in MLB. Mm-hmm. But their pitching is, again, it's 4.36 team ERA right now, 24th in Major League Baseball. Uh, this is really bad for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're starting to feel the shakes a little bit yeah. um, and the pressure. Uh, for the unbelievable start that they had. Judge has got 45, 46 home runs, so mm-hmm. he's on pace uh, to beat Maris and Ruth. Uh, but they got to they gotta snap out of this because this is a weekend right now. They got to take care of business over the Boston Red Sox, who are reeling right now, and they lost last night to them. Yeah, Judge hit number 46 last night. They lost 3-2 to the Red Sox. Eovaldi threw a pretty good game, gave up a couple early, and then really settled in for another quality start for Nathan Eovaldi, who seems to have the Yankees' number. Yeah, I mean, you look after the break here. Outside of taking three or four from Kansas City, they lost two or three at home to Seattle. They went up to St. Louis and got swept. And then this week, they lost two out of three to Seattle again up in Seattle and then lost uh, lost last night in Boston. Now they go uh, for game two in Boston this evening. Uh, that game can be seen on Fox at 4.15 Pacific time with Frankie Montas making his second start. He actually uh, pissed against the Cardinals up in St. Louis and got rocked, gave up six runs in the first two innings. Uh, he takes on Crawford, who's had a tough year. Uh, should be runs galore in that game. Yankees, Red Sox later today. Um, so, yeah, you have the Astros uh, sitting on the one line right now with a uh, one-and-a-half game lead over said Yankees for the number one seed. So Astros are the one, Yankees are the two. That's the shakeup at the top. We also have, Boogie, a shakeup in the American League Central. We have uh, talked about the American League Central every episode since June and how crazy This will now be the third team that has led the Central Division this season with the Cleveland Guardians riding a six-game win streak and winning seven of their last ten. They have overtaken the Minnesota Twins by a game and a half and the White Sox by three and a half games. Uh, Great job by the Guardians. Uh, They have uh, been fighting all year. Um, This was something that we've been talking about for the last couple of months. Guardians, Twins, White Sox. Uh, it's been a very, very interesting uh, fight for these three teams. Uh, and the Guardians have been able to go ahead and put this nice win streak together to be able to take over the lead in that Central Division. It's huge, man. The Guardians, six games in a row, now 60-52, and 52, uh, sitting atop the American League Central and sit, getting a, uh, a three seed right now um, in that wild card round, being able to host a three-game series in Cleveland. And, you know, what I've been impressed with is the way that they've been pitching. You know, you take a look at their uh, their pitching rotation of what you can expect uh, hosting a wild card series. If they do, you got the veteran Bieber, you got Tristan McKenzie, who's we've been high on him for a few years, and yeah, then finally coming together. You got you know probably either Plesac or Cal Quantrill or Savelle, one of those three pitching uh, the third game. So. And uh, they got some shutdown guys in their bullpen. Uh, Emmanuel Clase has been an all-star this season, pretty much virtually unhittable. Uh, when he comes in in the ninth, it's pretty much over. And uh, they've been getting some good contributions. You know, Andres Jimenez and Jose Ramirez, they really lead that lineup. But uh, Cleveland, finding ways to win, man. And um, we'll preview that game today that they have at noon against the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. 
they uh, they beat the Blue Jays yesterday 8-0, and now they come back for Game 2, and they're actually throwing Tristan McKenzie today against uh, Mike White uh, for Toronto. So, great job by the Guardians. We will see... <clears throat> And, you know, as we say on a weekly basis, these, these, this AL Central can change anyway. you still got the Twins there, right? Game and a half back, and the White Sox three and a half back as well. So that AL Central, very exciting race right now. Yeah, it might not be the best uh, division, but it is fun to watch them both, all three of these teams, battle it out because I think that when it comes down to it, I think also the fans – Want to see some type of excitement and, you know, mm-hmm. seeing someone like the Yankees, of course, uh, building that big lead up. And, and now all of a sudden they are struggling. Uh, I think there might be some uh, anti-Yankee fans out there. Uh, happy to see that. Yep. But to watch this Central Division and the battle that's going on between them, again, yeah. even not the best record, uh, just above 500, you know, but it's fun to watch and see what's going to happen. It really is. And you have, uh, you know, you have Cleveland today taking on Toronto. Um, you have Minnesota up in LA, to, uh, LA today taking on the Angels. And then you have the White Sox hosting the Detroit Tigers. So we will see um, how those games play out. Now it's going to shake up the standings going into tomorrow's action. The uh, wild card race in the American League has also tightened up a good bit. Um, you've got virtually, you know, about seven teams for three spots right now. Uh, seven teams within seven games or four games of each other. Um, it all starts with Seattle, who has put together a, another winning streak. Three straight wins, seven of their last ten they have won. They are ten games over five hundred. Uh, they are sitting in that four line right now. They're a half a game up on the Toronto Blue Jays, who sit at the five hole right now. Um 60 and 51. So as of right now, you got a Mariners Blue Jays three game series in that wild card round. And then you have the uh, Baltimore Orioles who continue to uh, continue to win baseball games. And to, you know, they've won eight of 10. And uh, the Orioles right now occupying that sixth spot. Interesting to see the Orioles still battling it out here. Uh, I love the way that they're fighting. Um, again, uh, interesting note too, uh, Seattle when they've been playing the Yankees, young star Julio Rodriguez has uh, even been talking a little smack, yeah. uh, talking to the Yankees how can't wait to find out uh, who's gonna, who they're going to play in the playoffs. Yeah. But he's already talking about meeting the Yankees in the playoffs and beating them. So that's going to be wild to see. That'd be fun to see what the Mariners can do. Um, as of right now, if the Mariners finish in that four or five spot, they'll either host uh, or go on the road. But to get matched up with the Yankees in the divisional round, uh, they're going to have to either get the they're going to have to get the sixth seed. So we'll see how everything transpires there. The Mariners actually take on the Texas Rangers today down in Arlington, who just uh, fell behind the eight ball, ten games back, fourteen games under five hundred. Now not even on our list uh, for our playoff prediction here. The uh, Toronto Blue Jays are, like we said, looking to avenge a loss to the Guardians yesterday, and we'll see if they can do that. And then you have Baltimore right there, as I said, in the uh, in the six hole. And uh, Baltimore travels up to Tampa Bay today to take on the Rays. McClanahan has actually uh, gotten hit around his last few starts. We'll see if Tampa can bounce back. But, um, you know, Tampa only a half a game back of the Orioles, as well as the Twins only a half a game back of the Orioles. So really tight uh, wild card race. It's funny, we watch at NL Central, and it's, Whoever's leading the NL Central is the three, and the other two teams are on the outside of the wild card chase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking in, um, that's where the White Sox slide in, two and a half back of the wild card, and then the Red Sox, 
who finally got off the schneid yesterday by beating the Yankees. Um, Boston's won a couple in a row. They still are in striking distance, only four games back. So, very exciting. The race for the postseason, you know, we have uh, about 10 teams left in the hunt right now for six spots. So it's going to be a very, very exciting push. We're going to see, obviously, we have the Astros and the Yankees as locks. And then we have the AL Central champion. And then that wild card race is insane. It's crazy. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with these Rays. Uh, the Rays are only a half game back. This is a big battle with Baltimore. Yeah. And, of course, uh, we look forward to seeing what happens with Shane McClanahan. Again, we've notated before he struggled ever since the All-Star game. So interesting to see if he can get off that schneid today. Mm-hmm. We will see if he can. And uh, they need to avenge a loss yesterday as Baltimore knocked off Tampa Bay yesterday. And Tampa Bay has now quietly lost three games in a row, which puts them a half a game back. The The Rays have been you know, occupying one of these wild card spots the whole time. And they, uh, you know, Orioles... Winning some games and Rays losing some games has combined for a little flop there with uh, the Orioles now overtaking the number six seed. Um, you take a look at the National League. Not a lot has changed on the National League side of things. You still have those Los Angeles Dodgers, 11 wins in a row, a MLB leading plus 241 run differential, 11 straight wins, and even more impressively, to quote Boogie a few episodes ago, he said the Dodgers went about 90% on the, on the run line. 11 straight wins for the Dodgers, 11 straight wins on the run line. Wow. That's value for you there right there, my man. Dude, the the Dodgers are on fire. Um, Still have not lost since Vin Scully's passing. So the Dodgers are still rolling. 78 wins. If they can take care of business today and tomorrow, they will be the first team this season to get to 80 wins. Um, You have the New York Mets, who had a long winning streak uh, snapped yesterday. Um, the Mets had won several in a row. The Mets come in at 73-40, and 40, occupying still that second seed in the National League. Um, you know, they've got, they've built a pretty uh, pretty commanding lead in that National League East boogie. The Braves, defending World Series champions, 21 games over 500, but that's only good for six back of the Mets. And the Phillies, who have won eight of their last 10 and 14 games over 500 or nine and a half back. So the Mets right now have a... Pretty good, uh, pretty good opportunity to hold on here, and especially with Degrom and Scherzer pitching lights out. Degrom's actually pitching today for the Mets. Yeah, Scherzer lose yesterday. Uh, we, uh, I mean, what a great series last weekend. Uh, again, the Braves lost a lot of games last week, and that's why it's uh, been started to spread out. Mm-hmm. Seven games going into yesterday's games. Uh, both the Braves. Uh, winning and the Phillies beating the Mets brings it down to six games. Yep. Uh, but this Phillies team is fighting hard, and I think that they will be able to uh, be competitive this weekend with the Mets. Mm-hmm. The Phillies beat them yesterday after a disappointing loss to the Marlins the day before. So uh, you have that, and then you have in the NL Central, the Cardinals. Oh, man, the combination, the Cardinals have been playing good baseball. They're 12 games over. The Brewers have lost uh, 7 of 10 since dealing Josh Hader to the Padres. So the Brewers now sitting a game and a half back. They're actually in the midst of a series right now. The uh, Cardinals were only a half game up on the Brewers. They were able to beat Milwaukee yesterday. They play again today. Uh, Corbin Burns takes the ball for Milwaukee against Adam Wainwright. So 
That's also something to monitor. A big series for the NL Central right there with the Cardinals or the Brewers. We'll see if the Brewers can inch closer, or we'll see if the Cardinals can keep growing their lead. It was funny, two weeks ago the Cardinals were four games back of the Brewers, and uh, now they have flopped and grown a game-and-a-half lead in the division. 162-game season. I mean, this is what baseball is all about. It's ebbs and flows. And, of course, uh, you know, you can't look – much more than what happened last year with the Braves. And the Braves win the World Series. Yep. They're around 500 at the break. They wind up uh, getting on a hot streak. Exactly what happened with the Cardinals this week and last week. Um, and that's all you need is a little bit of a slump from one team. Yep. And the other team is going to go ahead and take advantage of it, which is exactly what the Cardinals have done. Their, their playoff experience, their organization is built to always win. And uh, this Brewers team has is, is been fighting the last several years as well. Uh, built pretty well. But, of course, the Cardinals have this playoff baseball experience. Uh, it's run by a really good organization. And that's why you see the Cardinals always around that one, two, or third, uh, especially first, first two teams in the division. Yeah, so we'll see if the Cardinals can hang on and get a, a home series in the postseason at Bush Stadium. For uh, one last hurrah for Pujols, Yachty, and most likely Adam Wainwright as well. So we'll see how that happens. Both central divisions on each side looking like it's going to come down to that last weekend of the season. The uh, Braves, although they are uh, six back after losing a good bit of games, they're holding serve. They've won three in a row, and they still occupy that number four seed in the wild card. Um, They're four up. Uh, on that for the wild card, so still pretty pretty good opportunity to get in if you're Atlanta. Um, they have a three and a half game lead on the Phillies, who I mentioned before, who have been playing great baseball. Um, and then you have the Padres sitting there. There was uh, obviously breaking news last night about Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah, Tatis goes ahead and uh, apparently had ringworm, which did not come out right away. And so Fernando Tatis uh, took a medicine that had uh, a PED involved inside of it, and uh, he got tested, tested positive for PED. 80 games. 80 game suspension. Out for the season. Uh, First offense, he is out for the season. He'll be out for the playoffs if the Padres uh, finish in the playoffs. Uh, And, of course, this will roll into next season as well. Yeah, that's tough. They made all those moves at the All-Star break, and they should be glad they did because now they're going to be fighting for their lives. Um, San Diego, um, very devastating loss. They, they go on the road and take on Washington today and a terrible Anibal Sanchez with you uh, Darvish on the mound. So we'll see if the Padres can uh, slide into this postseason, but they're going to, if they make the playoffs, they will be without their uh, star player. So hopefully getting Brandon Drury and Juan Soto kind of helps their bat stay alive because, like we always say, as long as you get in this thing, you got a chance. Anything can happen. Um, once you get to the postseason, um, you have a Brewers team who have been pretty much leading the Central all the way up until the All-Star break, and then they get rid of Josh Hader at the trade deadline. And ever since they got rid of Josh Hader, they you know they haven't really been winning games. Um, we'll see if they can turn it around. They're still in striking distance, though, only two games back. Um, then you have the Giants, who have a fortunate matchup this weekend hosting the Pirates, and the Giants are 55-57. and 57. We talked about the Giants boogie on Sunday. In order to get back into this thing, you gotta get back to 500, regroup, and try to just make a make a nice little winning streak happen. So 
The Giants are seven and a half games back of the wild card, and uh, quite a quite long shot as the uh, the East is a little more tight. You know, you got about ten teams. You got about ten teams on that uh, American League side for six spots, and uh, in the National League, you only have about uh, you only have about eight teams for the six spots, and the Giants are one losing streak away from losing their opportunity. So the NL is. Really tightening up here. Um, we'll see if the Giants can make a move. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if they can. I mean, they have in the past. Uh, just going back to that Tatis thing, you know, it's also unfortunate because a lot of times people talk about PEDs. We go back to the Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire issues mm-hmm. back in the day. This kid is young. He is uh, got a lot of power, but he's a fun, exciting player uh, of the Latin Descent and uh, to be able to 2021 All Star guy, it, it signs an extension for 14 years, 340 million dollars. He's not getting paid while he's suspended either. He's not. He's not getting paid while he's Damn. suspended. So apologize to the Padres uh, and his teammates, but yeah, uh, unfortunately he is going to be done for quite some time now. Uh, but yes, the Giants. Uh, gonna fight it to the end. I mean, but there's gonna be a lot of. I think the Padres still can t- hang with the, with the rest of these teams. Uh, yeah. they, they, you know, that's what it's all about. You know, they may fight uh, a little bit now that they know that they got no Tatis there. They gotta buck up. They gotta buck up, and buck they gotta. Up, that's right. And they gotta <laughs> take care of business. They know their one of their best all players is not gonna be there, uh, and they got some nice good juries gonna be on the team now. And you've got Bell, yeah. and you got my man. Um, the guy that we just signed on the Nationals, um, is, oh, Soto. is Sosa, Soto's on, Soto's on the team now. So yeah, you got a pitching that's going to be pretty good. So of course you got to go ahead and still be able to play the game regardless of who's there. But Braves, Phillies, Padres, Brewers, Giants, it's going to be a nice little race. San Diego has a very favorable schedule all the way up until August 24th. They're, uh, starting game two of a three-game set against Washington. Then they go to Miami for three. Then they host Washington for four. So San Diego, a really good opportunity to keep winning games. And you look at the Giants' schedule, and the Giants have a favorable one here to finish this month out. You know, they're in the middle of a series with the Pirates. Then they host Arizona for four, Colorado for three, Detroit. You know, and then they you have until about the 26th that they have to play any playoff caliber team. So... The Giants, um, taking a look at their schedule, they they look like they may have a a pretty good opportunity to win some games and get above 500 and get back into this thing. When you look at the Brewers, Brewers got a tough schedule here, man. They got uh, three in St. Louis right now, and then they host the Dodgers for four games. Wow. That's going to be something. They got to be able to at least split with that. But, you know, the way the Dodgers are playing, they could be looking at a sweep. That could be a a make-or-break series. For the Brewers. Uh, Going back to the Phillies, Phillies have all the opportunity in the world to try to catch up to the Mets as they're in the middle of a three-game series now. They do a short three-game series up in Cincinnati, and then they return home to play New York. And then after that's over with, they have a very favorable schedule to end the month with a four-game series against Cincy, three against Pittsburgh, and three against Arizona. So the Phillies, another opportunity. If they could just split with the Mets and win against those bad teams... The Phillies can continue their climb too. I mean, the offense has been powerful. Their their pitching has been good, uh, but yeah, they've won this ride with their hitting. And uh, 
you know, keeping the Mets to, to one run last night, that's yeah. just unbelievable. So yeah. they are fighting. It's going to be interesting. I'm looking forward to this. I'm excited. Very exciting playoff picture on both sides. We will continue to update you guys as time goes on, even, even though football season starts. And we'll most likely be transitioning our uh, official plays to, uh, to football. We will still include our playoff picture for the March to October for, for the rest of the year. Until no it's doubt. Over. No doubt. Um, we go into the plays today. Today we're going back to normal. I know we did five plays last Saturday each and four plays on Sunday each. Today we're going back to our normal five spot. And uh, we got a good mixture of picks for you guys. We got some dogs, we got some run lines, we got some favorites. So a good mixed bag of uh, of games, and um, for for Boogie's first play, this game can be seen at 12:07 p.m. Pacific time on ESPN Plus. The Toronto Blue Jays are hosting the Cleveland Guardians. As I stated before, Cleveland defeated Toronto last night, eight to zero. They are bringing in a six-game winning streak, and they are the AL Central leading uh, team right now. And uh, you have the Blue Jays occupying the uh, five seed in the wild card, so in a tight race there. So no margin for error for either team. Um, right now, this is a three at five matchup in the American League as it sits. You have Tristan McKenzie, who we have been very high on, who has been pitching his tail off this season, eight and eight with a three one six ERA. He's taking on Mitch White, who got acquired at the deadline from the Dodgers. The Blue Jays. Are uh, pitching him. He is making his second start. His first start, he got roughed around a little bit, but for the season, he's one and three with a three eight six ERA. So, pretty good pitching matchup here. This game's at noon, Boogie. Uh, you got to play on this one. Cleveland and Toronto from up in Canada. What are we thinking for uh, Boogie's first play? I'm going with the streak. I think the Guardians are on a hot streak right now. Guardians playing good ball. You got Tristan McKenzie, who's playing outstanding pitching right now. Uh, yes, his record's eight and eight. Uh, his ERA, 3.16. His whip is only a .96. Very good. Give me the Guardians today. Tristan McKenzie, hot as pistol right now, plus $1.05 on the money line. Hot as a pistol, baby. Cleveland Guardians, plus 105 in the midst of a six-game winning streak. We love riding streaks because if you ride the streak, you can only lose once. Right. I love that. I love that. I love that. Um, my first pick is only going to be an hour from that. It's an uh, 1.10 p.m. Pacific time start. The Baltimore Orioles at the Tampa Bay Rays. As we mentioned before, the Baltimore Orioles have now occupied the number six seed in the AL wild card race right now with half game leads on the Twins and the Rays. So you have the Rays at home with a chance to flip-flop and overtake the uh, Baltimore Orioles in that wild card race. D.L. Hall is making his uh, debut here against uh, Shane McClanahan, who has been roughed up since the All-Star game. Uh, He's had a tough second half of the year. And um, Baltimore won yesterday 10-3 behind Jorge Mateo's five-hit game. But uh, in a situation like this where Tampa Bay is at home and they have their ace on the mound, the opportunity to win and flip and get back to that sixth seed, I look for this Rays team who have uh, postseason experience going to the World Series a few years ago. Ace on the mound at home. Gotta like Tampa Bay here. It's a bit pricey, minus a dollar ninety, but I'll lay I'll lay that, and I will take the Rays to defeat the Orioles today at Tropicana Field and uh, get back that playoffs position. Um, so that's where I'm going. Play number one, Tampa Bay. Um, we fast forward now, Bugs, to the evening. Um, we have Cubs Reds in here, which we're not touching. 
We have a doubleheader today, Braves-Marlins, which we're not touching either game. Nah. 4.05 p.m. Pacific time, San Diego Padres at the Washington Nationals. The Nationals are 17-41 and 41 at home, 37-77 and 77 overall, 40 games under 500. We have the, uh, the uh, Fernando Tatis thing going on, but the Padres, they, um, they've won three in a row. So, Padre trying to keep the win streak going. You Darvish on the mound against Anibal Sanchez, who is 0-5 with a 7.56 ERA. I mean, do I have to say anything else other than just that? The proof is on the wall, right? I mean, here, here's the thing about the Padres. Um, you know, they are 2-7 and seven, their last nine Saturday games. Today is a Saturday. I'm not even worried about that. You know what? We're just going to go against the Nationals here. Uh, this Nationals team is a dumpster fire. Uh, the Padres are 5-2, and two, their last seven meetings in Washington. You yep. Darvish is on the mound for the Padres. Darvish has struggled a little bit on the road this year, but he is not going to do uh, much worse against this Nationals team. Uh, Darvish on the mound today will give them a nice little cushion. Padres hitting will beat up on the Nationals pitching. Padres should win this contest, of course. Give me the run line for the max betting bat value. San Diego, minus 1.5, minus 185. They are the sixth seed right now. And if they get a, a win and a Phillies loss, they will jump the Phillies and take the five seed back from them. So, interesting matchup there. Nationals, like you said, dumpster fire. Got to roll San Diego, minus 1.5. I go now to my second play. And it's a familiar, familiar pitcher, a familiar team. I've rode this team a lot this year. They've been up and down, and you can see it right there, 57 and 56. Lucas Giolito, I'm putting my chips in on Giolito today. They take on this really bad Tigers team. Um, a must-win game here. These are the games you got to win if you're the White Sox. I mean, you're three and a half games back of the AL Central lead. And you're two and a half games back with a wild card, and you got a lot of these teams in front of you playing each other. So you just got to take care of business, and you can make up some ground. Easy as that, man. Chicago White Sox, you got Matt Manning for the Tigers, uh, more of a bullpen pitcher. So it's a bullpen game for the Tigers. Giolito, I know he hasn't pitched like an ace this year, but that he, he's their best pitcher. Yeah, so saying something. I, I, they're at home. They're playing a Tigers team that's nowhere near the playoff picture right now. I like the White Sox at home today to take care of business and defeat the Tigers an inch closer and closer to not only the wild card, but also that American League Central. Remember, they were favored to win the American League Central before the season started. They were. These are the games they got to win. Um, you know, they played, they beat the Tigers yesterday 2 nothing. I like for Lucas Giolito to throw a good game and for the White Sox to beat the Tigers. I'm going with another ace at home boogie, minus $1.85 for the White Sox to defeat those said Detroit Tigers. Now, I, this is the fun part of the show, <laughs> as our third pick is a the same. Boogie's pick and my pick is the same exact team. And we mentioned this earlier. You have a team that has won 11 straight games on the run line. Los Angeles Dodgers in Kansas City today coming off a 8-3 victory in Kansas City yesterday. They now throw Andrew Haney, who has been lights out this season for the Dodgers, with a .64 ERA against Brad Keller. Did I mention that the Dodgers absolutely mash right-handed pitching? And oh boy, Boogie, combo pick here for us. Pretty obvious where we're going for pick number three. I mean, the Dodgers are 5-0 in their last five meetings against this Royals team. 
Um, they have scored 26 runs in their last three games and four or more runs in their last in seven straight games. The uh, Dodgers have won 21 straight games when scoring four or more runs. I mean, you got guys like Trey Turner, Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, all on fire. Um, Andrew Haney is unbelievable right now. Uh, he is 1-0 with a .64 ERA, 37 strikeouts this season. 2-0 yep. with a 1.74 ERA and 18 strikeouts in his career against the Royals. Who is he pitching against? <laughs> the Royals. Give me the Dodgers to smash again. Dodgers minus 1.5, minus 190. I know it's tough. But that's the reason why it's minus 190. Dodgers will take care of business today. Multiple runs and a win. Boogie and the Barons combo third pick. Dodgers minus one and a half, minus 190. And you know what's really, really scary about this Dodgers team? That they are down a lot of their uh, a lot of their studs. You got Kershaw coming back. You got Dustin May coming back. You got Blake Training and Bruce Star Gratterall, who are probably their two best pitchers out of the bullpen coming back for the postseason run. The Dodgers are doing all this without their two best bullpen arms. Um, you always have Club, uh, Craig Kimball shutting it down. Austin Barson's out for bereavement. He catches Kershaw. He's like his own personal catcher. So uh, they, they're just getting started here. Um, they're in the midst of an 11-game winning streak, and we like them to win 12 in a row by more than two runs and continue their – Major league leading 78 wins. They'll get to 79 today and probably 80 tomorrow, Boogie. Best team in baseball. I mean, why not ride them? Ride the streak, baby. Ride the streak. 415 on Fox. There's two Fox games today. Yankees, Red Sox, Mariners, and Rangers. Boogie's fourth pick, we go to Texas. And Texas, like I said, just recently um, – Pretty much eliminated from the American League wild card race. 14 games under 500. Dane Dunning, I actually bet him on Sunday and he had a bounce back start. But still, that bounce back start only got him 2 and 6 to a 404 ERA. To another guy I bet on Sunday, Marco Gonzalez, who actually got some run support on Sunday. 7 and 11 with a 398 ERA. We talked about this. Rangers now 10 games back, pretty much out of this thing. The Mariners, no margin for error here, Boogie. They played good baseball, they've been beating good teams. Now they get to play a bad one. They have a half-game lead on the Blue Jays for that four spot. They have a two-game lead on the Orioles uh, for the six. So they got to keep winning. They can't afford to lose any ground here. The Mariners and the Rangers from Texas today. Yeah, this is just a boogie play on the better team here. Um, you know, Gonzalez has struggled a little bit, but he has been able to beat Texas this year, even though with a higher ERA. Yep. Um, I'm taking the Seattle Mariners to be able to win on a short money line plus money plus 104. All they got to do is win the game. Mariners plus 104. That's great value. You have the number four seed in the AL playoffs against a team that's not going to make the playoffs, and you're getting the better team at plus 104 on the road. So we'll see if the Mariners can take care of business. 415 on Fox. My fourth play is going to be at 410. We head to Queens, New York. Jacob DeGrom on the mound against Aaron Nola for the Phillies. The Phillies uh, held those good bats of the Mets to one run yesterday, a 2-1 and 10 innings win yesterday, surprisingly beating Max Scherzer. Law of averages here for me. Whenever you go against Scherzer and DeGrom, you're, you're lucky to even win one game. And the fact that they won that first game makes me love the Mets today. And I'm not, I, you know me, I, I don't usually give run lines out often, but I see really good value. DeGrom on the mound. 
He pitched lights out last game, and he gave up a two-run homer with a 5 nothing lead, and he was slamming his glove in the dugout. This guy strives to be perfect. Um, I like the Mets' bats. They have been uh, historically very good against Aaron Nola. Um, Aaron Nola way better at home than he is on the road. And I think Jacob deGrom throws an absolute gem. And I think that, combined with the Mets' bats being able to get to Nola, I like the Mets to score about four or five runs in this game. And uh, I don't like Jacob deGrom to really give up any so, with that being said, Mets run line, minus one and a half, plus 105. A plus money pick for me. The Mets continue rolling. They're the two seed in the NL. They're going to keep winning games. Phillies dropped this one. And that Phillies loss combined with a Padres win. Phillies also dropped to six in the NL with this loss today. Boogie, fourth or fifth and final, shall I say. And, man, you fade my Pirates a lot, and understandably <laughs> so. 23 games under 500. We had the San Francisco Oracle Park. We talked about the Giants, um, the soft schedule they have right now to try to get back into this playoff race. Um, they're striving to get over 500, um, tr- trying to get to 500 by end of tomorrow and have an easy schedule to try to catch up to these other teams. Uh, who were all, you know, nine, ten games above. So, Giants winning streak, it needs to start right now. And uh, they started it yesterday with a 5-3 win uh, behind Carlos Rodon's amazing performance. He even lights out at home. Now, uh, now you get Logan Webb, who has been the second-best pitcher on this staff. So, you get number one and number two back-to-back at home. Giants trying to defeat the Pirates. Tyler Beattie on the mound, one and one with a 3-5-7. Not a lot of experience there. Pirates, obviously, 45 and 68, not going anywhere this year. Giants, who are seven games back of the wild card, and uh, with a couple of teams maybe projected ahead of them to lose today, have that opportunity to inch their way closer. And, uh, Boogie, you'd like them to do so in a big way. Yeah, I mean, you've got Tyler Beatty on the mound for the Pirates. Not much there. One and one. ERA is a 3 5 7. Uh, he did start the last game against the Diamondbacks, where he only went three and two third innings. Uh, two hits and no runs given up, but he's going against on the road against this Logan Webb, who's just been unbelievable. He's got a ten and five he record does. with a three point one seven. He did start against the A's on his last run, went seven full innings, given up four hits and only two runs. Um, I'm just gonna go take a stab here. I'm taking the Giants. They won and covered late last night on a, on the run line, getting that last run to cover in the eighth inning. Yep. Uh, I'm going with the Giants again. Back yep. back to the bullpen there. Giants minus one and a half, minus a dollar twenty only. Pirates are one and six in the last seven games against a team with a losing record. That just tells me that the Pirates just can't beat the teams that aren't even good anyways. Yep. Give me the, the Giants, minus one and a half, minus 120. Fade the Bucks, good value with Logan Webb at home on the mound tonight at 6.05 p.m. Pacific time from San Francisco. Giants run line, minus one and a half, minus $1.20. I finalize my day, Boogie, uh, relatively early. We have, where in the world is this game? Um, the Brewers and the Cardinals, right here, 4.15 p.m. Pacific time, Bush Stadium. Corbin Burns takes the ball for the Brewers. The Brewers are uh, trending downward and the Cardinals are trending upward. A 3-1 victory yesterday for St. Louis. They got Adam Wainwright, their crafty veteran on the mound. Paul Goldschmidt's having an MVP-type season. Uh, Nolan Arenado's having a great season as well for them. 
It's tough to fade Corbin Burns, who's 8-5 with a 245 and a .93 whip. But I'll tell you what, Adam Wainwright, 40 years of age, still humming it, man. 8-8 eight eight with a 3.42 ERA. Great value today as the line is inflated on Milwaukee because Burns is on the mound. Milwaukee's minus $1.45. I have rolled with the Cardinals a lot this year, and uh, I like them today. I like them to get a victory at home. It's great value at plus $1.25 with Adam Wainwright on the mound. Um, this is obviously a huge game for both teams as the Cardinals have a one-and-a-half game lead on the Brewers in the NL Central. And uh, the Brewers are two back of the wild card and one-and-a-half back of the Cardinals. So big game for both teams. Margin for error is very small, and I like the home team Cardinals at that plus money price. Not a big fan of Faden Corbin Burns, but for the value, I like the Cardinals at home to expand on their lead in the NL Central St. Louis Cardinals plus $1.25. All righty. We're 40 minutes in. It's 9.48 a.m. Pacific time. All of these games do not start until noon. Quick recap. Boogies on the Guardians plus 105. Padres minus 1.5, minus 185. Dodgers minus 1.5, minus 190. Mariners plus 104. And Giants minus 1.5, minus 120. My card today, Rays minus 190, White Sox minus 185, Dodgers with Boogie minus 1.5, minus 190, Mets with DeGrom on the mound minus 1.5, plus 105, and the St. Louis Cardinals plus 125. Both of our average lines today are right around that flat bet area, so use our unit system, bet a unit on all these, and you guys should come up big. Like I said, we're 14-4 and in our last 18 as a team. So you guys keep rolling these picks and winning some money in baseball. It's best bet time, Boogie. Where are we going for Boogie's Blockbuster Best Bet for episode 169, baby? Episode 169, Boogie's Blockbuster Best Bet. I mean, where else can you go? Got to ride that streak. Dodgers minus one and a half runs, minus $1.90. I understand it's it's a heavy, heavy load. Uh, but you got to go with these Dodgers minus one and a half to take care of business over those Royals minus 190 Dodgers on the run line. Easy money, baby. And uh, I got to do the same thing. Dodgers minus one and a half minus 190. They're on an 11 game winning streak and they've won 11 straight by the run line. Lay the juice. Don't be afraid. The juice doesn't even matter if you win and you're going to win anyway. So lay the farm. That's our five unit max bet. Play the Dodgers minus one and a half for Boogie and the Baron. Last time we gave this out, they won going away. I look for them to do it again today. Dodgers minus one and a half, minus one ninety. Boogie and Barons combo blockbuster best bet for episode one sixty nine. We will talk to you guys tomorrow for episode one seventy. Baron out. Boogie out.